Johnson House Theory Realty. She wanted me to pass along. She says hello. Um, had uh, something conflict with her visit with us this morning. And uh, so, of course, she just wanted me to pass along. Hello to everyone this morning. And, of course, she is, you know, when, when she's not available for us, it's either family or you. And that is oftentimes getting somebody into that home, helping somebody find that home, helping you sell your home. It's one of the biggest financial decisions for most people. You know, the two biggest expenses in terms of purchases that the average person makes, number one is the home and number two is your vehicle. And, you know, uh, the fact that with such a huge financial commitment that people will engage in that process of the product itself and finding the product so randomly. I mean, you think about it. It is pretty – the amount of research that you, the, that we'll do on certain things, but then when it comes to committing ourselves to that single largest, for many people, financial purchase in our lives, and then we're like, does anybody know anybody good? <laughs> You got 80 different names on social media thrown at you, and you don't know any of them. And you're like, oh, okay, well, one's as good as the other. <laughs> no, 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 no. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. Uh, highly recommend her. She's fantastic at what she does, and she'll be fantastic for you. Just read reviews of others who have utilized her. And I recommend you follow her on social media. That's Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. Coming up. Um, of course, we're going to get uh, the latest news and weather and traffic. And then we are going to have a conversation with Abby Hibbert. And you may not know Abby Hibbert. Uh, I just recently got to know her. And she has parents that, like so many other Americans, are trapped in Israel. And yesterday it was conveyed to me that what we're being told about our government's efforts to help Americans get out or to get Americans out is not consistent with what Americans are actually there being told. And, of course, there's constant developing that's going on. Uh, so we are going to have a conversation with her about what it is that her, her family is being told. So we'll do that here in just a couple of seconds. It is our very first first responders breakfast out here at Scramblers. And that is thanks to Scramblers and Pyramid Roofing and Barker's Frame and Collision getting together and saying, hey, let's do a breakfast for first responders. So if you're a first responder, come on out and get yourself free breakfast. You have until 9 o'clock to do that. Now the latest news update. I'm Cutter 10, and Fox 49's Jesse Inman changes could be coming to Lake Springfield if the money is available. Last night, the city met with the public to discuss that project. The presentation included options to move sediment into the lake to limit shallow areas, turning the old power station into an entertainment district, and expanding other recreational opportunities. 
The project is estimated to cost around a billion dollars and may not be finished for over 10 years. A woman attacked by two dogs while walking on a trail north of Springfield is speaking with Color 10, hoping to find the owner responsible. The woman, who wants to remain anonymous, says she had several stitches and thousands in medical bills. She claims the dogs were not leashed when they attacked her near the Fulbright Spring Greenway Trailhead. The park board says they are investigating a dog attack but can't comment further. For Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. Please hold. First alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks. Home improvements from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. We've got showers and storms likely through midday. Then sunny high today of 68. Mostly cloudy tonight, 48, 58 tomorrow. And Sunday partly sunny, a high of 56. Uh, all right, let's get a traffic update and continue on with our very first first responders breakfast here at Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. All right, a reminder. Let me pull up my notes here, see if they load properly. We do have. 10 o'clock, one of our Ozarks for Less half-price deals, and that is going to be for Getaway Golf. Uh, for two people to play around, that's normally a $38 value. You can get it for $19. You should get, um, if you haven't already, a reminder, if you have the KSGF app about that, but if you don't or you need a second reminder, 10 a.m. at KSGF.com, you can take advantage of that deal want to welcome abby hibbert with us this morning number one nice to meet you nice to meet you uh sorry for the circumstances i'm just kid you not moments ago i I look up there on the television screen as we brought screen as we broadcast from scramblers and i see uh of course they they're doing a shot of uh israel and and then underneath trapped in israel and you've got a personal connection to this your parents correct correct all right and so um it, we, we've been talking about this, and, and this is the third time. Most people think it's the second, but it's really the third time that we have found ourselves in the last few years with Americans trapped somewhere while other countries seem to be on the ball getting them out. Um, it, it's just almost this casual approach. Of course, Afghanistan occurred. Uh, earlier this spring in Sudan, there was a, a massive evacuation of citizens there. 16,000 Americans that were told essentially, well, you can get yourselves out, while other countries were evacuating their citizens. In fact, most Americans that got out did so by catching a ride with citizens or with uh, other countries that are helping their citizens. And then here, you know, here we are again. And the initial response was, well, you know, just book a flight out. Uh, as if, you know, you're in Orlando, Florida or something, and it's a little too humid for you, and so you're asking for recommendations on what to do. And they they seem to have been shifting. Now they seem to be signaling, oh, no, we're working to get everyone out. Um, your parents are there. Um, so I appreciate you coming on, and I want to talk about a number of things. One, what they're being told, what they're hearing right now, and just what this whole, how it unfolded, how they heard about what was going on, what that was like. Yeah, so my parents landed at Ben-Gurion Airport on Saturday, about three hours after war broke out. Mm. Um, They exited the plane, went uh, down a set of escalators, and saw a number of TVs with locations of bomb shelters 
in the terminal they were located in. Um, they go to Israel uh, multiple, multiple times a year. They lead tours there. Um, they lived there in the 80s. My dad got a master's degree from J uh, Jerusalem University College. And so they know the land, they know the area, uh, they know what's normal and what's not. So uh, they both looked at each other kind of with amazement of, okay, something's not right, right. Uh, and started receiving text messages and calls from uh, local guides that they have connections with there saying, hey, you guys got to get somewhere safe. So uh, it kind of unfolded from there. They were able to travel uh, about an hour north of Tel Aviv. Uh, to um, a uh, town that's on uh, the Mediterranean Sea. They were in a safe hotel um, that was pretty immediately flooded with refugees within 24 hours. Uh, people sleeping outside of the hotel under awnings, um, people sleeping uh, in the lobby, terrorized families, terrorized children. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's basically the story. Um, and it kind of went from there of, okay, what is our plan to evacuate and how can we do so as safely as possible? Uh, they, they, for, for 24 hours round the clock, were trying to get flights out and they would, uh, they were having no success for quite some time. Um, they ultimately were successful and they actually just landed in Cyprus about 15 minutes ago. So so that's a praise. So how did that come about? Because one of the things that we have understood is that flights were accustomed to American flights. Um, American Airlines, Delta and others canceled flights. But I know I saw, um, thanks to the Abraham Accords, some people were posting that they were able to get flights out because of relationships that Israel have, like with United Arab Emirates and some of these others, and flights specifically that once upon a time didn't exist, but now they do, um, with that being part of the Abraham Accord deals. What what sort of flight were they able to get? How did that come about? Um, <clears throat> I, I think it honestly just came about by chance. Um, they were looking, there were no, uh, you know, Delta, United, mm -hmm. any of that. So you're right in that they had to really start searching elsewhere uh, more locally. And so they were able to um, secure a flight on an Indian airline, okay. a very small airline with four aircraft. So the thought of that aircraft actually showing up versus right. not showing up was was constantly on their minds well and i know of course you have the different you've got government approach you have private industry approach to a large degree particularly depending on the nations there may be uh, a, somewhat of a relationship there and intertwining but and i don't know whether maybe your parents had any insight or what they're hearing as to okay why is it that you have delta you have these other airlines that are here that say no we're not going to conduct flights in and out but other countries have airlines that are continuing to right i think they were baffled by that as well um i don't know that i have an answer to that um I think that they they just continued to search to try to get out of there as safely and as quickly as possible, and the United States was providing absolutely none, and I mean capital none, no help whatsoever. So the uh, to some degree, at least 
I've been observing what our government has been saying, as we talk about, and and uh, I believe it was it was several hours after airlines from the states had announced they stopped flights that the administration told Americans trapped there will just get a flight out, which of course was much more difficult, especially you're not going to get one to the United States. Um, you know, even yesterday, so I guess maybe based on your conversations with your parents, what are they hearing versus what we're being told as best you know? So as it stands now, it seems as if our government's like, hey, we're on top of this. We're, we're, we're you know, doing what everyone else is doing, and we're making sure that Americans are getting out of there. What is it that your parents and others, as best you know, are actually hearing Right. So uh, what we were hearing here on Fox News, CNN, all of those, uh, you know, major news channels were reports that there was going to be immediate help or that help was already there. And all of that was um, false. All of that was speculative. I was on the phone with um, congressmen. I was on the phone with uh uh, the Missouri Senator's office. I had calls from Washington, D.C. Um, over the past three days. And all of that, uh, as of yesterday at 5 p.m., was completely unsubstantiated. There was nothing on their desk saying that there was any plans for help. Now, I think that that's changed as of this morning. Um, but there, there was absolutely a vast amount of fake news circulating. And um, so we, we were actually fi- uh, following some Israeli news um, that was uh, suggested by uh, people in Israel and my dad himself. And we were getting um, more accurate information. And uh, so that's what we went with. We're talking with Abby Hibbert this morning. His parents have been uh, trapped in Israel. They were able to get uh, a flight on one of the four Indian airlines out of, or four planes with that mm-hmm. airline yes. out of India, or f- the airline out of India, and then they got to Cyprus. Yes. Um, so you relayed how your parents, they get off the plane there, they go into the airport, they see on the news what's going on. Um what about you? Did, was that was the first you heard from them, or you know, was it something that you were already aware of even before they landed by watching the news? How was how it that you learned and then got connected up with your parents to find out what was going on with them? Right. So uh, the Israeli consulate was, from my understanding, working diligently to try to secure by any means land, air boat to get them out of there and uh, they were literally sleeping in their hotel rooms in their clothes with their shoes on ready to leave at a moment's notice to go to an undisclosed location um, to get out of the country and they kept waiting and waiting um, and that ended up being a hopeless endeavor Um, what did end up happening is my mom has a social work background and she's a fighter and she is resourceful and um kept working and working and working to secure their own personal way out. And from what I hear from um, the senator's office is that uh, that is not the case with 99.9% of other people that are over there. Um, Well, and like you said, your parents, aside from that background, they're familiar with Israel. Correct. And so clearly not every American has that 
background to help them sort of try and maneuver Mm -hmm. around. Yeah. So, so with that, they were able to, um, do their best to, to get out of there and thank God that, that that has happened. So in terms of information that you had, I'm I'm curious because you knew your parents were on their way there. Um, when did you first see or hear that something was going on? And then when did you first hear from your parents? Yes. So I have a friend who is currently traveling in Europe and she texted me while I was at work and said, Hey, your parents in Israel and are they okay? And it's like, oh no. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah. They're in Israel all, all the time. They're supposed to be there the whole month of October and basically the whole month of November. Um, and so I quickly Googled and found out that you know uh, things had gone south there and um, literally gone south. And uh, and then kind of started trying to get a hold of them. Um, and things were dicey there as far as being able to to communicate with sure, them in sure. a in a timely manner and finally got a hold of them and they assured me that they were safe uh that their location um their hotel they were just hearing rockets rocket after wow. rocket um all day all night um seeing large planes with cargo fly over uh, the coastline um and uh so i mean they just said we we immediately uh went down to the beach. We watched the waves. Mm. We were reassured that, uh, we were covered by, um, God's, God's love and, uh, tenderness and, and he was going to provide. Uh, well, I appreciate you coming on and sharing with Mm -hmm. everyone, not just, you know, the experience itself, but the chaos and the inconsistencies of what we're being told versus what is actually going on there, though I suspect it's not a surprise to many of our our listeners. Any any final thoughts that you have or anything that's just at all you'd like people to know today? Um, Well, first off, I feel relief that uh, they are out of the country, but my heart's incredibly burdened for for the Americans that are left behind and that uh, have not been safely evacuated as things intensify and heat up and um, things are growing minute by minute that that we uh, are just so uncertain of. And um, so uh, I'm burdened for, for the loss of lives, of innocent lives. And uh, we stand with Israel. Uh, our family stands with Israel. Um, I, I pray our country will stand with Israel. I, I pray that um, they will get... Uh, the resources they need to finish this out. Abby Hibbert, thank you so much. Yes, thank you for having me. Nice to meet you. Live from Scramblers this morning, Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. All right, we've got a traffic update, and uh, before we get to that, though, I want to remind you, well, this may be news to you. Well, two things, two important things. Number one, Just after 8 o'clock on Monday, we are going to be announcing the details of our upcoming Great Escape. It will be open to the public 24 hours later. Prior to the 24 hours, if you have been on a previous Great Escape, you can go ahead and we'll provide you the information that you can uh, call and contact to get your name on the list. It's uh, a perk of having been on a previous trip that you are uh, given that little first access to it. 
that way, if if well, they always sell out, so you you don't miss out. Now that being said, there's always room for newcomers. Um, you know, it's just sometimes limited. So don't think, well, what if it gets completely sold out with people who have gone previously? It's never happened before, and I don't anticipate that's going to happen again. So uh, point being, be sure to listen just after 8 o'clock, right around 8.10 or so. And Cam is back. I know some of you, if you've not been on a trip, that may not mean anything to you, but Cam is the the person who we originally developed all of this with. Uh, and then when they... They canceled group travel because of COVID. That's what she did, and she retired. And, and um, in fact, the company she was working for at the time, they, they wanted to keep her doing non-group travel, but she loved group travel. That's what she liked, so she just you know, retired a little bit early. But she's come out of retirement, and so um, we are, are back with her, uh, given the relationship we have and that she's you know part of our family i know a lot of you are very excited about that so i did want to mention it so be sure to listen she'll be in studio with us after eight o'clock on monday so that we can make that announcement and give all the details also on november 4th 1 p.m at alamo draft house i am going to be doing a private showing of the burbs it's one of my all-time favorite movies and so i thought i've never seen it in a theater i watched it Almost every night one summer on VHS, it's one of my all-time favorite movies uh, from, I think it's the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, somewhere around there. Uh, and it's just such a great film. So if you haven't seen it or you have seen it, um, we are giving away pairs of passes for this private screening. Uh, you can go to ksgf.com and get registered for that on November 4th, 1 p.m., but get registered now at ksgf.com. Traffic update, I'm Nick Reed. First alert forecast sponsored by Navant. Employee benefits that work from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Showers and storms likely through midday, then sunshine with a high of 68. Tonight cloudy, 48. Clouds 58 tomorrow and Sunday partly sunny, high of 56. What are you doing? Can you not get it together over there? It's your turn. It's your turn. Sorry. Sorry. I was. I made a mess of these. Get it together. These coupons for the KSGF First Responders Breakfast, sponsored by Barker's Frame and Collision and the Pyramid Roofing Company. Josh, thank you so much for doing that. Uh, it, it wasn't even a, a really a, a hard thing to do. My, you know, I think the the people that uh, that take care of us in our community, the the police and fire and and the people in the um, the healthcare industry, they've got a, a tough job, and, and especially right now, a lot of a lot of people, you know, they're getting a lot of pushback from people in a, in an incorrect way. And I, I think that this is kind of the minimum that we could. I love the idea that you guys came with, and and I think it's really important. So. I, well, if I could just interject real quickly before yeah. I go. I just want to say that it is especially nice for you to do this, given what a jerk you are. <laughs> wow. Oh, I see. I. Yeah, I uh, I am I am a I'm a bad person. You are. I'm You're a horrible. Person. And I just wanted everyone to know that. Well, but compliment <laughs> you at the same time. I was going to actually say, you know, whenever we decided that we were going to do this, I thought that the Pyramid Roofing Company was a great fit for this. So Pyramid Roofing Company's great. It's just Josh. It's just Josh, <laughs> it's Josh himself. <laughs> hey, so uh, of course it is currently raining outside. So one thing that you oh. wanted to talk about this morning was leaks. Yeah, uh, we've been doing a lot of leak checks. Just the last few weeks, there's been some rains, but uh, you're you're going to see these these things pop up. So it kind of depends a lot on the directional uh, direction of the rain. If it's wind blowing, if it's heavy rain, we, you get weird stuff happens. So, um, and, and there's a process of elimination that's involved in in diagnosing a leak. And you really a lot of times you have to get up on the roof, take a look at the if it's a chimney or a skylight. 
uh, that's important to go take a look there, but looking on the inside too, and then really asking a lot of questions of people. So um, we're fielding a lot of those phone calls, doing a lot of diagnosing, uh, and uh, it's if you have anything like that, just definitely give us a call for sure. Right, and it's also a good time. Um, I came, I was on vacation a couple days ago, yeah. and I came back and I noticed that there was quite a few leaves that were making oh. their way off of the trees. So I figured that you could give us the annual PSA on checking your gutters. Yeah, check the gutters. I mean, if you don't have screen, even if you do have screens, uh, a lot of times the leaves will sit, you know, kind of down in those corners. Uh, if you've got, you know, uh, leaf guards on there, they'll sit on the top there. Get up there, blow them off real quick, or call somebody, have them do it, get them cleaned out. Because the, at the eaves there, a lot of times water can, uh, you know, work its way back under with surface tension. And I won't nerd out on the science of that, but it can leak at the eaves and leak in the valleys with the leaves build up too, for sure. Now I have a question for you. Now, I know that you do um, roof inspections. and We you, do. You can kind of get a gauge of, you know, there's hail damage, there's wind damage. Is there a way to tell that you're going to need a new roof here shortly or maybe a roof repair without those signs? Yeah, a, a really, really good way to check and see. We were I was on one, actually he was a, a police officer in Republic last earlier this week, and he, he was asking me about the roof being, having a shiny look to it. On a sunny day, like in the morning you get out, or maybe even in the evening the sun's going down, you can see a lot of glistening. What that is, is actually the fiberglass in the shingles that's shining through. So that's the last layer of protection on the shingle, uh, and it's all the way down to the base mat. And it's basically, at that point, at the end of its usable life, it's going to start causing you issues immediately. So if you're seeing any kind of shininess on your shingle, that it is time to get a roofer out there take a look at it. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you want to cover this morning? Nope. I just uh, get out here. If you guys are a first responder, uh, there's plenty of uh, coupons out here. Really uh, would, lo- would like to get people here and and uh, get them breakfast. So. Yeah, I think we're doing pretty good for yeah. our first ever. And, of course, you can find all of the details on our first responders breakfast. KSGF.com runs until 9 a.m. this morning. Josh, thank you so much for coming out. Of course. Thanks, right. Sarah. This is Sarah Myers, Springfield's Talk 104.1. We were talking to Abby Hibbert's uh, previous segment, and, and her parents were caught up in Israel. In fact, they were in air when the invasion was launched against Israel, landed about three hours afterwards, and got off the plane. And, of course, you know, you got TVs in your terminals and and all over television they realize we're in the middle of a war zone and and we talked with her about how they you know escaped out of there and and what they did and finally they were able to get a flight to cyprus um just uh, i think overnight our time and the flight they got was in a uh, airline out of India that only has four planes, and they would decided to make the the trek that airline, and I, the private industry is private industry. Though I suppose that different countries, I, maybe the airlines are government run. Uh, clearly, there's a lot of regulations. You know, Pete Buttigieg always on top of travel here for the United States. But one of the things I will be curious about is it, whether it's right or wrong, and sometimes there's not a right or wrong as a judgment call. Why it was that airlines that have flights to America decided to cancel flights in and out of Israel, um, while so many other airlines that are based in other countries decided to and, and are rescuing Americans. Why aren't American, quote, American companies doing this? And there may be perfectly legitimate reasons. Uh, you know, these are the things I don't know. I know a lot of times the instinct is to 
you know, jump on their case and say, well, why is it American companies aren't rescuing Americans, but other countries, airlines are willing to, uh, and just assume it's for selfish reasons. Uh, but we don't know that. You know, we, these are the things that, while we should be curious about them, we don't know the answers yet. But what we did learn is the presentation that we have been getting. Um, and it's been presented this way by the media because the media still trusts our government to some degree. Our government tells our media, this is part of what Abby said, if you missed our conversation um, after the show is over in the on-demand section, you can hear it. These media outlets, they get told by the Biden administration, okay, we are, we have things in play. We are, uh, you know, communicating with Americans there. We are arranging flights and... And so they just present that as fact, as if what we are being told by the American government, by the Biden administration, is true. And what she relayed is based off of her what her parents and others were going through that she has contact with in Israel. That is not true at all. Nothing. Not anywhere close to the truth. This should come as no surprise. Outside of all of that, the realization, the reality, once again, that Americans take a backseat to everyone else is summed up perfectly in this headline from Just the News. Federal law charges Americans for rescue flights from Israel while illegals get free travel in hotels. Now, isn't that, I mean, this isn't in dispute, we all know it. The number of illegals that, that we have watched over the past, well, since Biden took office, in which illegals were put on planes by the Biden administration, be flown all over the country. Taxpayer expense. Didn't need COVID vaccines either, by the way. While you and I couldn't get in or out of our own country because, because of the laws of our country if we didn't have COVID vaccines at one point. But here you could come in, travel in illegally to the United States without a COVID vaccine and get a free flight for humanitarian reasons, of course. Yet you are an American citizen and you are trapped in a war zone in which it's not like if you come in harm's way, you can say, I'm an American and the terrorists are going to say, oh, okay, thanks for letting us know. Our beef isn't with you. That's not how these people work. And we char- now they don't charge you up for what happens is when an American it gets on a flight, if it is a flight that in any way, shape, or form there's any sort of arrangement by the U.S. government involved, you have to sign something saying that you'll pay the government back. And I think that there, there are legitimate arguments, by the way. From a, you want to talk about a legal standpoint and whether or not legally our country should be obligated to pay for the escape of Americans who have voluntarily gone on their own to another country and find themselves in harm's way. But what I do think is inexcusable is the fact that our government will waste money on everything under the sun. They will throw money at anything and everything, no matter how absurd it is. But when it comes to Americans trapped in a war zone in which 
they they are targeted. They're targeted if they're not Hamas. If they're not, should Hezbollah make their way in? They are much of a target as anyone else. That our government isn't willing to use taxpayer dollars for? That's inexcusable. And you juxtapose that up against the fact that, again, illegal aliens in this country being shipped, and we, we would learn this, it seems as if this first came to light when somebody that, they either worked security or they worked on a tarmac, and in the middle of the night these flights were coming in, and you may recall seeing this where somebody was filming a conversation with security, and security's like, oh yeah, they're flying these planes in in the middle of the night, we don't know where these people are from, they don't even know where they're landing, and we learned that these free flights were being provided to illegals, came to this country illegally, no background checks, nothing. How any government, any government can justify using taxpayer dollars for that, but not using taxpayer dollars to get Americans who are being targeted by terrorists out of a foreign country, to me, there's no excuse for that. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Hey everyone, any home loan needs you may have, I want a great home loan.com. It is all about the characters, years and years and years. Don Carricker cultivated that process, fine-tuning it, adjusting it as time and technology changes, uh, training uh, his his two sons, who for years now have been a part of it, and uh, passing the torch on to Alex and Anthony Carricker and keeping the same great team members that they have there, all for your home loan needs, uh, seven days a week till 9 o'clock. Cell phone numbers, you have access to these people, none of this... You know, nine to five only. And if it happens to be a holiday on Friday and Monday, uh, you're out of luck until Tuesday sort of situation. Now, of course, they may be working with someone else or at church or at a family function. But up until nine o'clock, they get that message from you. They're going to get back with you as soon as possible. That's what you get with I want a great home loan dot com because you do. (laughs) As you know, there is this instinct and it has become almost, I think, an illness by people on the left to just take the opposite position, stance, opinion, assertion that people who are conservative do, because in their minds, conservatives are bad, evil, so you have to take the opposite position. This is how we've gone, you know, to where both parties once upon a time said, yes, we need to secure border, to where, oh, that's what Republicans want, Joe Biden saying, come on back. This is how we've gone from, I mean, this idea that, that, that it is appropriate somehow for men in drag to give lap dances to elementary school students and to have pornography, actual pornography in schools. This is the once upon a time, no one thought that was appropriate. But when it would happen in some weird turn of events and Republicans said that's not right, well, that must mean that they're taking the wrong stance and Democrats all of a sudden begin promoting that sort of stuff. I mean, it is is almost an illness with these individuals that they take no matter how absurd it is the opposite stance. Human trafficking. 
I mean, it doesn't matter how many stories. Uh, last week or the week before, we talked about a human trafficking ring drug bust in Florida. There was one in Ohio where hundreds of people were arrested of all walks of life. Uh, but because there was a movie called Sound of Freedom and because conservatives have been very vocal about wanting to help the, the victims of human trafficking, we're told by the left that it's a QAnon conspiracy. Human trafficking is not really a problem. Now we have what's going on in Israel. We have today has been called a day of jihad all across the world, encouraging people of the Islamic faith to raise jihad against people all over the world. You have um, from just the news, uh, New York Police Department summoning all officers following, following the Hamas call for worldwide demonstrations. There is security fencing going up around Congress. But then you have NBC News claiming that it's just right-wing conspiracy theorists that are claiming that there's some potential danger. Tweeting out, conservative social media influencers have been filling platforms such as Twitter and True Social with speculation not backed by any evidence that attacks on civilian in Israel could soon be followed by similar attacks in major U.S. cities. So this, again, this illness that the people on the left have, that they're calling for it to happen. You have the New York Police Department that is preparing just in case. You have Congress preparing, and NBC News, they're, wow, these conservatives, they're just filling social media, trying to make the terrorists look bad. There's no evidence whatsoever. Their refusal to acknowledge reality can, in instances like this, truly lead to unnecessary death. Because if, as a media outlet, you falsely convince your viewers that there's absolutely no evidence whatsoever that there could be any sort of terrorist attack against Americans, when you have terrorists calling for attacks on everyone, including Americans, And if they are able to succeed and some Americans let their guard down because they believe outlets like NBC, there's nothing to worry about. Now, I'm not, you can't quantify it. You can't say if it happens, more people die because NBC uh, presented this, this disinformation. But the fact of the matter is, how psychologically twisted and irresponsible for a news outlet, given what we have going on right now, to try and paint the reality as not reality simply because conservatives are recognizing the reality of what we're dealing with today. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Hey, thank you. So if you don't follow Quick Draw Gun in Monet on Facebook, I recommend that you do so. First and foremost, they did a post, uh, I guess it was a couple days ago, that they are doing a limited run of breast cancer awareness t-shirts. All of the proceeds from those t-shirts are going to be donated to the Breast Cancer Foundation of the Ozarks. Uh, They're black shirts. They've got the pink breast cancer awareness ribbon with the Quick Draw Gun logo on the back. And also, they posted... 
yesterday, actually, some examples of their custom laser engraving. And let me tell you, that is the neatest thing if you have never uh, seen a gun that has custom laser engraving on it. So whether you are taking a trip down to Quick Draw Gun to purchase ammo to restock for the hunting season, maybe you're just wanting to look around, maybe you're wanting to do that custom laser engraving option, or maybe you're just looking at the world and thinking, you know what, I kind of want to just better prepare myself and my family. Quick Draw Gun in Monette is the place to go. Highly recommend them. Now you can find all of the contact information for Brad and his team under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. Well, um, those of you who are listening, you're like, well, it sounds a little noisy there. It's, but I know it's not a veterans, a Heroes Veterans Breakfast. That is correct. But it, it has been our first Heroes First Responders Breakfast. So that's why you're hearing the additional chatter. Uh, and want to thank Barker's Frame and Collision and Pyramid Roofing for buying breakfast, along with Scramblers, for first responders this morning. Now, I know these sorts of things, any change can be confusing. And we've had people say, oh, does this replace veterans, Heroes Breakfast for Veterans? No, that, that we're going to still continue to do. And we generally target the last Friday of the month. Sometimes it gets moved around for a number of reasons, why we encourage you to listen. But as, you know, it stands now, that will come up the first Friday of the month. And then we will plan on continuing uh, to also have these first responders breakfast as well so you just got to listen and pay a little close attention uh as we have two separate breakfasts that are going on uh in which we highlight and buy breakfast for folks and so i want to again thank barker's frame and collision and of course uh, pyramid roofing for doing our first first responders breakfast this morning out here at scramblers and a big thank you to scramblers too have a fantastic weekend glenn beck's next i'm nick reed